Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. Often we think we can make things better through political activism, you know, political change, whatever, you know, spend our energies on giving money to this candidate or that political party, fighting abortion, protecting marriage, focused on all these issues. And I'm not suggesting that all of those efforts are are wrong in every situation, but I am suggesting that maybe, maybe our energies and resources would be better spent on the mission God gave us. In today's message, Pastor Robert will remind you that fighting for marriage, abortion, and political change are not the best ways to bring change to the world. Though all of those things are important, what truly brings about a change is living into the mission that God has set for Christians, bringing people to God. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Hebrews chapter 11 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Now, like I said, we're continuing our study here in chapter 11 of the book of Hebrews, the hall of faith as it is often called. Verse 7 tells us, By faith Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. Now, we're going to stop right there today. We're just going to talk about Noah for a little bit. There's a lot to talk about, and and, uh, we probably could have spent two or three weeks just on just Noah and what God did there. He's such an interesting man to study. In Genesis chapter 6, verse 5, the Bible says, Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And the Lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth, and he was grieved in his heart. So the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I've created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, creeping things, birds of the air, for I'm sorry that I've made them. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. This is the genealogy of Noah. Noah was a just man, perfect in his generations. Noah walked with God. And Noah begat three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. The earth also was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. So God looked upon the earth, and indeed it was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted their way on the earth. What a story, right? I mean, what what a fascinating thing to consider. We talked a little bit about it last week, that every single human being, except for one, was corrupt. Most of us have heard the phrase that history tends to repeat itself. It's true. History tends to repeat itself. Solomon said, that which is done is what will be done. 
And there is nothing new under the sun. Is there anything of which it may be said, see, this is new? It has already been in ancient times before us. Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verses 9 and 10. There's nothing new. There's nothing new under the sun, he says. You know, often we think we can make things better through political activism, you know, political change, whatever, you know, spend our energies on giving money to this candidate or that political party, fighting abortion, protecting marriage, focused on all these issues. And I'm not suggesting that all of those efforts are are wrong in every situation, but I am suggesting that maybe, maybe our energies and resources would be better spent on the mission God gave us. You know, God said concerning Noah in Genesis 6, 9, that he was a just man. 2 Peter 2, 5 Bible says he was a preacher of righteousness. In other words, Noah spoke about truth and righteousness, and he did it in an age when truly nobody wanted to hear it. As we read a minute ago, mankind was completely corrupt. Every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil, continually. What a world to live in. What a world to live in. You know, we talked about it last week, the fact that there may have been billions of people alive at that time. Sometimes we think in terms of, you know, the days of Noah, that they were just a few people on the planet, but that, that doesn't work when you just do the math, when you look at how long they lived. Now, there may have been billions of people, all of whom had rejected God. And as Romans chapter 1 tells us, they stopped glorifying God. They stopped giving Him thanks. They replaced God in their hearts and in their minds with a love for physical pleasure and the pursuit of temporary fulfillment. So God in his wrath said yes to everything that they pursued. Romans chapter 1 tells us that the wrath of God is, well, he gives you what you ask for. That's at least part of his wrath in people's lives. That's certainly what we see in that pre-flood generation. The Bible says he just gave them over to everything. He gave them over to immorality, gave them over to perversion and greed and idolatry, and he allowed them to suffer the consequences of their foolishness until ultimately things grew worse and worse. Finally, there was only one man on the whole planet whose heart was toward God. So God rescued him and his family, and he destroyed everybody else. Over the centuries before the flood, those whose hearts were toward God went on to be with him until only Noah was left among all of humanity, honoring God. And so God started over with him. The Bible says God started over with Noah. Only Noah found grace in the eyes of God at the end of that age. He wasn't sinless, but his heart was was toward God, right? A man of faith at a time when literally everybody else was ignoring God and just doing whatever they wanted to do, what they thought should be right. You know, I, I... It always kind of breaks my heart when I hear somebody say, well, you know, I mean, my Jesus just wouldn't do that. And quite often it has to do with, you know, some belief that they have that is in conflict with the Scriptures. You know, the Bible says this, and they say, well, my, my Jesus just wouldn't do that. You know, he's a God of love. He just wouldn't do that. No, 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 you're misunderstanding what love is. And the Jesus you believe in is one you've created in your own mind. He's a, he's a figment of your imagination. He's not the historical Christ. Sometimes we make up a God after our own image, just like they did. History is repeating itself. Jesus taught us that 
That's exactly what's happening. Matthew chapter 24, when Jesus was predicting how this age would come to an end, he pointed back toward Noah. Matthew 24, 37, as the days of Noah were, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying, giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered the ark and did not know until the flood came and took them all away. So also will the coming of the Son of Man be. Then two men will be in the field. One will be taken and the other left. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken and the other left. Watch, therefore. For you do not know what hour your Lord is coming, but know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore, you also be ready. Be ready for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Now, in that passage, Jesus tells us that the end of this present age is going to be a lot like the end of Noah's age. We're not talking about the end of the world, okay? Don't get confused. Right? We're not talking about judgment day. We're not talking about the end of the world. We're talking about the end of this age. You know, there have been different ages. There have been different seasons on the planet. This age of grace will soon come to a close. It'll soon come to an end. The Bible tells us that there's going to be a time of tribulation unlike anything humanity has ever experienced before, at the end of which... Jesus will return with his church, those who are his, those who love him, those whom he has already rescued out, one will be taken, the other left. It's, it's, it's talking about the rapture of the church when those who love him and are, are trusting, they're, they're going to be rescued, they're going to be taken out of this, caught up to be with him, as Thessalonians words it, so, so that during that time of the outpouring of God's wrath on the planet, we're going to be with him, protected and safe. And, and then he's going to come back and, and establish his kingdom on the earth. And for a thousand years, there will be, a, for the first time ever, truly a government of righteousness on the planet. Perfect righteousness. A government that's pure, that never makes mistakes. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a new thing, right? See, I don't think he was saying that it's going to come down to only one man who finds grace in the eyes of God. I think he's telling us here, he makes it actually pretty clear that the end of this age of grace is going to come as a shock and a surprise, just like the flood did. Just like the flood did. We're so glad you joined us today for Pastor Robert's teaching in the book of Hebrews. We hope you've been encouraged by what you heard. If you'd like to listen again to today's message or find more from the study in this book of the Bible, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on Podcast. If you'd like to receive each new edition of Main Thing Radio as soon as it's made available, be sure to subscribe while you're there. This program is a ministry of Pastor Robert Fountain and Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. If you're listening right now in Miami-Dade County, we want to meet you. Come by Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach on Sundays for our weekly services at 9 a.m. or 11 a.m. or at 1 p.m. for a time of worship and Bible study. You'll find out more about the church at MainThingRadio.com or give us a call. Our phone number is 305-531-2730. When you call, let us know how we can be praying for you. 
That number again is 305-531-2730. We believe strongly in the power of prayer, and we want you to know that we are often lifting our listeners up to the Lord. Would you do the same for us? We know God is moving in people's lives, and we are so blessed to be a part of it. Thanks for praying for us, and thanks for listening today. Pastor Robert will return soon for another edition of Main Thing Radio.